This podcast is powered by The Plug. Come. Yo, yo. It's <laughs> the Life is Dope podcast. I'm your man. What's good? It's Davey. How you doing, bro? Hey, I'm doing swell. 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 I see you got the do-rag partially back on, man. Oh man, so we back in the building, man. Life is dope podcast. We got another special guest in the building, man. A super special yeah, guest. This is like a really, really special guest. We ain't never did this before. I've been hearing about this young dude, man. man how could you not? He's been all over the place. Youngest guest ever, ever. Definitely the youngest guest ever. So that's that's a record right there. You just broke a record. Clap it up. Hey, youngest hey. guest ever. <laughs> Accomplishment. All right, man. But y'all been seeing him in in, in the papers. In the press, all over the social media, man. He's out here running these folks over. Seen him on the field. On the field. It's the young phenom right here. We got Dino Martinez. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? How you feeling, bro? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. For the people who don't know, who are you? What do you do? Uh, well, my name is Keon Martinez. I go to Regis Jesuit High School. Play running back. And yeah, 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 yeah. Keon, my bad. I call you Dino because yeah, that's you your nickname. That. <laughs> how, you, <laughs> how you get that name? For one, uh, I got it in little league when I was like seven. So yeah, one of my coaches. I think I hit somebody hard. Yeah, <laughs> like I brought the boom, Dino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You play for Regis? Yes. What yes. position? Uh, running back. Running back. Ooh. Superstar running back. Nice. So how do your uh, your stats look like this year? Um, they're pretty good. They like top in the state, top five so far. Oh, so it's pretty good, but it's top in the state. Uh, yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, pretty, good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I got like twenty-two touchdowns, uh, fourteen hundred rushing yards, uh, eighteen hundred all-purpose yards. Thanks. So yeah, I like the humbleness, but that's way more than pretty good. It's definitely flexing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's all right. Yeah, that's that's big flex right there. So, so how did you know that football was your sport? How did you know that you were going to be good, uh, be good at it? Uh, I would say like my freshman year, mm-hmm. uh, I played on the freshman team. And, like I led the team, I did everything freshman year. And then last year as my as a sophomore, like I played and I like put my name out there. And like that's when I knew it was like really for me. Like yeah. I was doing kids and like this year I just took it to a whole nother level. Like just figured out this is a sport that I like really want to play. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What you think helped you take that to the next level? Like it was just more fun, or you just realized y'all? Like, it was more really fun. Good. I took on a, a bigger role, mm-hmm. and like the off season was huge too, getting bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. I think that helps a lot too. So, what's yeah. uh, what's some of your routine in the off season? Uh, I run indoor track and outdoor track, and I uh, just train, lift uh, with uh, Thou Woods. Okay. Shout so, out to Thou. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So, how does uh, how does the rest of the school treat you being one of the uh, top football players in the state? Uh, they treat me kind of special, you know. I kind of <laughs> get a special treatment sometimes. But other than that, they treat me pretty good. Everybody's nice. Don't really got bad things to say. What about okay. the girls, though? Yeah, how many girlfriends you have? Uh, I got none right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wise answer. <laughs> pretty focused up. Yeah. Do you uh, do you know what school you want to go to after this or? Uh no not yet I'm just looking to uh, get some offers here soon. Okay. So yeah, keeping my options open. Yeah, anything that you hoping comes on the table? Uh, not really hoping, but if like CU, USC, mm-hmm. Pac-12 schools offer, that'd be okay. that'd be dope. 
Nice, nice. So is there any music that you listen to that kind of gets you uh, get you pumped for the game? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, I listen to a lot of local music, uh, Trevor, Ray Reed. Okay. And then other than that, I listen to a lot of drill music. Mm. Like G Herbo, yeah, that'll do it to see that. Like that's that. the recipe. That's yeah. why y'all been going y'all like that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, G Herbo will definitely uh, yeah, get you right. Get it, get it turned up. Who's your top artist right now? My top artist right getting the most plays in your playlist right now. Uh, it might be G Herbo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get the top plays. So, as far as any uh, athletic influences, uh, who would be your influences? Um, maybe my grandpa, because okay. he played in the NFL in the Canadian League. So okay. I just kind of look up to him, try to do the things he did okay. as a high schooler. And uh, your big influence on the on the young ones too. You got some younger siblings, and then just yeah. a lot of younger kids looking at you. Yeah, how's that feel right now? It's good, you know. Glad I could lead by example, uh, paved the way for other kids. So, yeah. Somebody hit the 21 in the back. <laughs> He's a fan. That's that 21. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So uh, how does it feel right now, this moment right now? Because you're starting to get more looks as far as just people noticing what you do outside of just school. You know what I mean? Like you kind of – your dad got you all over social media and then you you in the press and all that. Like is it hard to remain humble? Because you know you're nice. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it's not. it's not hard. I just take it one day at a time. Know that know that there's always uh, room for improvement. Always a way to get better. Yeah. So I just look at that, look at it that way. Okay. And know that I could get better every day. Right, right, right. And most most importantly, how does it feel like having your dad as one of the most uh, hottest DJs out right now? <laughs> it's good. I get a lot of talk about that too. Oh, your dad's DJ K. So I'd be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's he's yeah, he's the real man. After this year, you ain't gonna hear that no more. Watch K. Tone gonna be like, they gonna be like, oh, you uh, <laughs> you Donald's dad, <laughs> you you the star now, bro. Yeah. So is the NFL your long term goal? Yeah, that's a that's a goal for me. Yeah, yeah that's a big goal. Remaining that running back. Yeah, or maybe slot. Who knows? Okay. I mean, really, we just want to just get you on, on here and chop it up with you, man. Yeah, thank you. We want to let you know personally. We see what you're doing, and we, we applaud that. So let's go ahead and clap yeah, it up for you. Encourage the youth out here, man. Stay focused. Don't get caught up in these little uh, mini thoughts, bro. And, <laughs> and keep doing your thing. We're going to have to come check you out on some games, bro. Appreciate it. Cool. Let's make some noise for Dino. Hey. While you're here, man, we got another special guest in the building. Yeah, we're going to pay some bills real quick and then we'll uh, chop it up with our special guest. For sure. Life Store Podcast. We'll be back. 911. What's your emergency? Yeah, somebody's just broke into my house. Okay, we'll get a unit over shortly. Okay, please hurry. Real quick, can you verify your race for us? I'm black. No, I'm I'm sorry, I'm white. I'm, I'm full white. Okay, can you answer a few questions just to confirm? Okay. Okay, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. Nice. Did OJ do it? Yeah, he did it. Okay, who's the best boxer in the United States? Jake Paul. King of R&B. Justin Bieber. Okay, last question. Say ask. X. Oh, fuck. No, hey!
right now, we all back. It's Life is Podcast. I'm still graffiti. What's good? It's your boy Durag Davy in the Durag building. Durag Davy has arrived, y'all. We out here. He came out of the, the Superman telephone booth with the Durag on, so it's, you know what time it is. You already know. This rock is on the table. Oh my God. But <laughs> So, <laughs> we got another special guest in the building. We do. Very special guest in the building. Yeah, this is kind of stuff that like gives us clout and everything. So thanks for coming right, through. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Another resume builder. <laughs> and since we got Durag Davy back, you want to go ahead and intro him, Durag? Hey, listen, you already know Bronco game in the building. Hey. Uh, no fly zone in the building. Hey. Shit, what else going on? <laughs> what else going all of that, all of that, all of that. Anyway, we got a boy. Uh, the one, don't get them confused with the one that doesn't have the Super Bowl ring. Hey. This, is the, this is the one with the Super Bowl right. ring. We got Brandon Marshall in the building. Y'all hey, let's go. Let's go. The real Brandon Marshall. <laughs> so, do you still get that confusion, bro? All the time. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever stop, honestly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe until he retire. Yeah. Um, it's, it's gonna keep going. I get it on social media the most, Twitter all the time. You know I was about to say they they all the time. trolling you on Twitter all the that. time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get them back though. Yeah. So what is that, man? For the people who don't know, who are you? and What do you do? Man, Brandon Marshall, uh, linebacker for the Denver Broncos, uh, Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl, as he champion. said. That's um, right. Man, that's that's all I gotta say right there. That's it right there. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's it. Yeah. Man, so speaking of Twitter, so what are some of the things that? I'll go ahead. What are some of the things that uh, people say to you on Twitter and you have to be like, no, that's the other Brandon Marshall? Man, you know, most of the stuff I get is about his, uh, you know, because he has, he's bipolar. Mm-hmm. He has that personality disorder or whatever. So I get that a whole lot. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I don't never say nothing back to that. Right. You know, because, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, what can, what can you say? Right. But yeah. a lot of times when he playing, when he's playing and he, let's say he messes up, you know what I'm saying? And, then everybody comes for my head, and that's when I come for the head. You trash. Yeah. You'd be like, yo, it was a bye week. I wasn't yeah. even playing. It's, right, right. it's hilarious to me that you be coming back, though. Oh, man. <laughs> that's my time because, you, you know, fans be coming at us hard, man. They be going hard on us. So, right. sometimes I just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? But I know that's a lot of times what players really want to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get a pass because they know I'm playing. Right. The media knows I'm playing. You feel me? Right, right. So, I get a pass with that. So, what's some of the, uh, the music that's in your uh, playlist right now? Oh, man. You know, um... On the way here, I was listening to that uh, uh, "Without Warning." Ooh, uh, that, uh, 21, Savage, Twenty-one Savage Metro Boom. Offset. Offset. Yeah, hard. yeah. That, Mama. I was actually working out before I came here, and yeah. uh, I was bumping that. Mm. So that's really what I'm on right now. Okay. Yeah. Bad, 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 bad. So before we get into anything else, man, I gotta ask real quick: What's going on with the Broncos, bro? <laughs> hey, that's hard, but that's tough, man. Because I don't know when the last time you know the Broncos ever had this type of record. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? The eighties, it was it was back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always a winning organization. We always win. Mm-hmm. You know, if we at least nine and seven, at least. At least, the right. The bare minimum, eight and eight every year. So, um I mean it's tough, man, to see to to, to know exactly what's going on. Um and, and it's tough when you have quarterback, you know, issues like we've had. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we have this I mean, I think they just named Paxton a starter. Yeah. So so now we got, you know, that's the third quarterback. Yeah. Really, in five weeks. Um, so you know, when you have a solid quarterback, you know, like the Patriots, the Chiefs, you know, they they gonna always be decent, solid. Yeah. You know, when you have issues at the quarterback position, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's gonna be tough. But mm-hmm. we should never lose that many games in a row. But it's tough when uh, we turn the ball over so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and 
that's that's hard. Right, right. Is yeah. it kind of hard to keep up the morale in the locker room? Because, like, like you said, it's kind of a shocker. Like, man, um, you know, what I'm saying, honestly, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to know what guys are thinking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I kind of know. You know, what I'm saying we talk, mm-hmm. but the question is, do we really like still believe? I think you know, what I'm saying, do you really still believe? That's the question, and I think, I think we still believe regardless because you know, what I'm saying, most of the guys in the locker room. You know, we're the team two years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we know what type of organization, what type of team we can be, what type of team we are. But um, it's tough when you keep losing, you know what I'm saying? Then guys just – it's just easy to kind of, like, get down, like, oh, here we go again. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? right, right. Here we go again. And and that's one thing we got to stay away from. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because – Yeah, please one, stay away from that. Right, right. because, one, <laughs> because one, one play – you know what I'm saying? We can't let one play – Bring our morale down, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, and so, like, you know, like last week when, when Brock, he threw a pick, it went 99 yards. Mm. They, you know what I'm saying? It was on the one-yard line. But we all got together like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, shut, let, let's shut them out, you feel me? Let's, right. let's stop them, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like we try to huddle up and, and, and get ourselves hyped and yeah. not saying like, damn, here we go again. You know what right, I'm saying? We, we right. can't do that. Keep that energy. Yeah, up. we got to keep the energy. Man, there was actually, um, I'm trying to find the video, but there was like a viral video, if y'all had seen it, uh, this dude at the Broncos game was like this black guy, and he was uh, videotaping himself yeah, and these guys that. arguing <laughs> like, right behind that. him. i seen that. Oh, That's funny. You seen that? Mm-hmm. What'd you think about it? Because fans um, get intense, man. <laughs> dude, I thought it was hilarious. Was minding his business. No, he wasn't. And, and I, I his thought, that's what was so funny. He was like obviously not minding his <laughs> yeah. business, but he was chilling. So. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what they was arguing about, but I thought it was hilarious. You ever ran into a, a crazy fan situation? Nah. Um, yes. Well, actually, what? Oh, that's Lizzie Brody in the Sorry. back. She said yes. <laughs> we were at a concert, and I had to, like, block people from trying to take pictures with you. Oh, yeah. That was wild. But I think he's talking about, like, a fan maybe coming at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so check this out. So, um... <laughs> Lizzie with the blocks though. So, <laughs> She's like, I stay on point. What so, you talking about? You know, back when I was, you know, like protesting the anthem, you know, yeah, kneeling. Um, after a game, we lost. I think it was the Falcons game. We lost against the Falcons, and I was upset. You know, what I'm saying I was mad how I played and how we played. And you know, I'm walking outside, and the fan was like, "Hey, hey, be more stand up, stand up for the anthem." Mm. You know, what I'm saying. And then, so we kind of like got into it, which is weird in front of all the fans. Right. Mm. You know, what I'm saying we kind of got into it, and then so. Just on Sunday, I'm walking out with my family. This fan comes up. He's like, he's like, Brandon, can you please sign this? Please, like, begging. I'm like, okay, cool, I got you. So I go over there. He got a card for me to sign. Yeah. Then he says, all right, well, you know, us the fans, we have a message for Colin Kaepernick. Oh, and in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and, but I didn't know which way he was going. I thought maybe he was going to go the positive side yeah. you know, because he's talking to me. You know what I'm saying? He know right. where I stand. Right. Um, so then he was like, he was like, we have a message for the fans. I mean, for Colin Kaepernick, and he said, tell him that he can go play for another country, and he can mm. he can move to another country. Oh, another country. So, oh. so I, I, <laughs> why they always got to hit you? Mid, mid, mid signature, mid signature. I stop. I got get messed up. Like I can't sign your stuff no more. So I start signing other people. Yeah. And then he like puts his other card like right here, trying to get me to sign it. I'm like, bro, I'm not signing. I'm not signing. Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. Good. Mm. So how did it feel? Um, once everyone started hopping on the kneeling bandwagon, because you were one of the first people to do it, yeah. and all the athletes were right. flagged for it. So right. how did you feel to see everyone kind of taking the after that? I mean, hey, 
You kids, quit slamming my goddamn door. Damn. I had mixed. I had mixed feelings. I'm not gonna lie to you because you know what I'm saying I know everybody. You know wasn't really doing it for the for the the main reason we was doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying social injustice. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying the the police shootings. People just did it just because Trump. What what Trump said. Which you know what I'm saying. Okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? We did it, but the, the main reason, the, the main thing we're trying to bring attention to was social injustice, right? right. And people wasn't with it back then, mm-hmm. but they with it because of what Trump said. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, it's cool. You know, I, I was never big on, like, you know, making somebody or asking somebody to, to do something with me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you feel convicted in your heart, then go ahead and do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, you know, you see that, how short-lived that was. You know what right. I'm saying? People just did it because of what Trump said, but not... You know what I'm saying? And then and then even my teammates was coming to me like, oh, man, I'm getting all kind of, you know what I'm saying, flack from the fans. They talking all kind of mess to right. me. And and I'm like, look, bro, you know what I'm saying? It was like 30 people that did it, right, right on the team. I was just doing it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what I was getting. You right, feel me? Right, You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all getting a portion, a yeah. section of what I got. You know what I'm saying? You feel like the heat has kind of cooled off a little bit on that oh, whole situation? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's cooled off. Yeah. Definitely. But – that's a good and a bad thing yeah, because yeah. I was getting tired because the media took it a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. it, they completely missed the point. Absolutely. And you turn to ESPN and it wouldn't be no football. It'd just be the kneeling situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, damn, now y'all, y'all really completely missed it. Collins yeah. still ain't working. Missed it. Was, it's, missed it, man. It's almost like Trump changed the narrative Yeah, with what he said. You know what I'm saying? He said it. Something and then now everybody's kneeling because of this and now now people really don't know what we kneeling for. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean he's I mean he's been tweeting about the NFL. He's been tweeting about Levar Ball. He's been tweeting about uh, Marshawn Lynch. It just seems like he's only just taking taking shots at mainly the black athletes. But Steph oh, Curry, absolutely not wanting to come to the White House. Yeah. I mean, trust me, it's going to be a lot of people not going to the White House. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Next four years, <laughs> yeah. not going. <laughs> yeah. That's a not going at all. Man, so all right, let's talk football a little bit. Yeah. When did you first realize, you know, I might really be good at this football shit? Man, when I first realized <laughs> that I might be really good at this football shit. Um, damn, I was in uh, I was in eighth grade, and that's when I like first started playing skill position. Okay, because you know before that, you know, all pop one all that was a lineman. I was big, you know, what I'm saying I was chubby. Right, and the eighth grade I got tall, got fast. Um, you know, then I was I was pretty decent. Right then, high school, um, I want to say like my sophomore year, I didn't even really get my 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 position to my junior year of high school. Okay, I was they was putting me everywhere. Like I played corner, I played safety, I played running back, quarterback, uh, tight end. Yeah. Um. So you know, my sophomore year I was a running back. You know, what I'm saying first game at running back, 240 yards, five touchdowns, kick return for a touchdown. Um. You know what I'm saying? Then I was just killing that running back. Then I go to, you know, my junior year, I move up, you know what I'm saying, to varsity, and they're like, yeah, you should play linebacker. And I'm like, why? But <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because at my high school, they made you play both ways. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I want to preach to you. Play defense, bro. Yeah. Play defense. I promise you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just gives you a whole nother skill set and a whole nother mindset. When you play defense, it's a whole nother mindset. Like, trust me, I've been around offensive players my whole life. And offense and defense players got two different mindsets. And but you know the players that that was that are on offense that actually played defense before, and they just ball different. You mm-hmm. feel me? Right. So they made it was mandatory to play both ways. So I played linebacker, and I was cool. I had like five sacks my junior year. 
I got a couple letters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Idaho, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Army, stuff like that. But my senior year, I ended up having like nine sacks. Oh, wow. Um, but that's not really when I knew I was good, man. Because I got a scally, I got a scally to Colorado State okay. and um, Nevada. Chose Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Ended up backing out. Went to Nevada. And my freshman year, I remember my first couple practices, uh, I'm killing them dudes. Like, I'm block a punt. Yeah. I'm making plays. <laughs> and, and they say, you know what I'm saying, look, we might we might not redshirt you. Um, I'm like 210 pounds at this time at, at linebacker. Right. And that's when I knew I was good. I'm like, I got a chance at this. But I ended up redshirting and started four years after wow. that. So that's when I knew I was good my, my freshman year. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. And play defense, though. Play defense, man. I promise you. <laughs> that's definitely dope. <laughs> so recently there were some comments that uh, John Elway had made about the team supposedly uh, being soft. I don't know what John Elway talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but I think maybe some people had taken your comments out of context and yeah. probably thought you were clapping back at them. Yeah, they did. Do you want to – you want to take take some time to clear that up now? Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. I'm definitely not clapping back at John Elway. Why would I? You know what I'm saying. It makes no sense. Um, I just took it. You know, it kind of struck a competitive chord with me. Right. right. I'm, I'm a competitor at the end of the day. So if somebody called me soft, you know what I'm saying. And I play defense, which and, and I play in a game where you can't be soft. Right. You know what I'm saying. You can't be soft in this game. So you know, me me being a defender um, and a competitor. You know what I'm saying? I just took that to heart a little bit because I know that I'm not soft and I know that none of my guys are soft that we play with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just saying that, you know what I'm saying, we're we not soft. You know, we just – are we not executing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not executing as we should. We're not playing with great technique as we should. You know what I'm saying? But we're not soft. You know, I've been, I've been playing most of the season with a, a torn rotator cuff. You know what I'm saying? My, my cuff is my, – my shoulder is killing me right. every day. But I'm out there giving it 100. You know what I'm saying? So – you know what I'm saying? We not soft. I'm not soft. And I wasn't taking shots at Elway. That's, you know, I mean, that's my guy. You know, I like Elway. So. There you have it. Yeah. Just leave the air. So speaking of not getting soft, <laughs> yeah, right. what was the hardest hit you've ever uh, taken or dished oh, out? Oh, man. Um, um, i say the hardest hit I've ever taken. <laughs> you know, I got hit by Eddie Lacy one time. Uh, what was that like? Oh, man. He's like, oh, yeah, he played bad. Well, he's still alive, so yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Maybe it was more. Maybe it was more embarrassing than it was hard. Yeah, because it was it was on the goal line. You know, I'm supposed to be a backer. I'm supposed to stop him, but boom, he ran me over. <laughs> it was embarrassing, man. He just oh, laying on the God. ground contemplating life. It was embarrassing, but I mean, it, I mean, it happened. You play long enough, you're gonna get ran over. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get hit. You're gonna get trucked. Whatever you want to call it. Right. So. Let's talk about life outside of the field as an yeah. NFL player. Because, I mean, from the outside looking in, people see the ball players and they're like, oh, man, that's the life right there. Right. What are some of the biggest cons, or I won't even say cons, but some mm-hmm. of the biggest challenges of being a pro athlete? Man, um, off the field. I say the, some, big, some big challenges are um, staying focused. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of distractions, women, um, you know, stuff to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cause you know you young and and they give you a pocket full of money, yeah. And in the off season you got four months free. Mm. You don't got to answer to nobody for four months, so you could do anything. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Um, I say another challenge is guys keeping their money. You know what I'm saying? That's a challenge because it's you got that free time. Um, you got all these distractions, these women, the women, the clubs. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? The family. You know, people with their hand out. Right. It's a lot of people with their hand out. You know, that's tough. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's 
what I say the women, the the money, the money, more money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? And that's real. More money, more problems, man. The more money you get, get, the more money you have, the more money you can spend stuff on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then people just expect you to do this, and then you got to watch out for the leeches too. You know, there's financial advisor that are leeches. Right. You know, they'll try to take your money, the bad investments. Um, you know, it's a lot of stuff you got to look out for. Were you financially educated before the league? And I ask that because, like, a lot of brothers get into the league young and they don't know anything about how to manage money. Yeah. Right? You just instantly rich. Yeah, so. man. Look, I didn't know how to. I didn't know anything about it either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I was, you know, a Ricky in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, and uh, we had like Ricky meetings, and you know, we had a financial guy come in to talk to us, right, about everything. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I, but I paid attention though. You know, I was yeah. one of the guys that like, okay, I'm gonna pay attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I pay attention and I made sure to to really, you know, uh, save, be on my stuff because I know that, uh, you know, the NFL stands for not for long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you never know how far you're going to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's really a, 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 good, a great head start, you know what I'm saying, for guys that maybe come in and play one year or play two years. It's a great head start in life. Yeah. But it's not going to sustain you. you right. Know what I'm saying? And you never know if you're going to reach that second contract. Right. I was blessed to reach the second contract. But – if you're not reaching that second contract, you're not make it. You're not gonna be set for life, right? Right. Now, unless you're first, you got to be the number one pick in the draft, or like the top, a top ten pick. Now you got to be like a top five pick mm. to play one contract and be and be good for the rest of your life. You know, like Vaughn. Yeah, I don't even put his money out, but you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what we I'm think. Saying, but like, he was a, he was a number two pick in the draft, yeah. and his money up there, you know, what I'm saying? over over twenty, so yeah. over twenty m. So you could sustain that, yeah. you know, what I'm saying it'd be good. Yeah, I, but the taxes they're going to take half, right? Which is crazy. You know shout out to the IRS. They're going to take half. No shout out to the IRS. Yeah, man, at all. it's really bad. I was at my um, I man, I went to. My financial advisor in town. Yeah, you know, I went to the um to the office. You know, what I'm saying, and and we talked. We had a little strategy meeting. We talked money and everything, and and you look at it, and they it's 48. percent You know, what I'm saying, we paying state and federal. You know, right. what I'm, I'm like, that's crazy. I'd be crying. I'm gonna take half of what I I earn myself. You know, what I'm saying. So you definitely got to keep some pots bubbling. What was the uh, what would you say was like the biggest purchase that you made or that purchase that was just so ridiculous that you probably regret or your your accountant gave you a call hey. like hey B Marsh you need to chill. <laughs> you know it's funny I don't regret any any um, any any purchases I've made you know what I'm saying I ain't really did nothing crazy I bought a house you know what I'm saying yeah. um, that was cool I bought my mama house first actually before I bought mine hey. but I think. The wildest one, I probably just I bought a Benz after the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm gonna buy a Benz. Yeah, we got we got your homie yeah. uh, Omar Bolton, and what did he say he bought? Uh, it was like, like a shoe collection. Yeah. I think he had like what was nine, it? nine or ten Let's like Balenciagas. Oh, he was yeah. just going in with like Balenciagas. a dumb amount of Balenciagas. Yeah, yeah nah, I, bus- I just bought. Man, I thought I won a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, after we won a Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I was just I bought a Benz. First of all, the tension is crazy after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> You go to the women are. Yeah, I got a Snapchat. <laughs> so this is before we won the Super Bowl. Actually, I got a Snapchat. Um, going to th- after we won the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. it was a random snap, and that's when it was open to the public. Right, you know what I'm and then it was chicks sent me her titties. Yeah, and then the caption was Super Bowl, huh? I'm like, what is what does that have to do with football? It has nothing to do with the Super Bowl, with football. Right. But, you know, that's just Father how they is. <laughs> nah. like, he was I'm, like, yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, bro. Crazy. Uh, did, uh, did people just start randomly popping up? Like, yeah, be Marsh, my cousin. 
Out of nowhere. Sometimes you get people, <laughs> you know, they'll DM you. What's yeah. up? What's up, cousin? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm so and so from so and so. Hey, remember like, me? I need nah. 50 racks to open this uh, this barbershop <laughs> right quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. People come out the woodworks though. Yeah, Absolutely. Listen, I got this multi level marketing business. I just <laughs> need you to just buy in. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. It be like that. Nah, man. So, uh, all right. Let me ask you this. The groupies. Yeah. Holla at me. The groupies, man. Is so, that where Lizzie steps in, where she's like, "Hey, hold yeah, on, right, yeah, don't, talk, about, don't, don't nah. talk about the groupies." Lizzie got my back. Lizzie got my back. How do you navigate through that side of the game, man? Because man, because they know, out there, and like think, you be hosting parties and all that. So yeah, I think you got to be real. You got to be real self aware. You got to be. You got to you got to be woke. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta be woke. Stay woke. You gotta be woke because they know how to get in. You know what I'm saying? They know sometimes they know what to say. Yeah. They know how to look. You know what I'm saying? They know how to get your attention. Right. But you just gotta know, man. You got first of all, you gotta be smart. You always gotta wrap it up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Um, I don't have no kids right now. 28. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, because you know I talked to this lawyer one time, and she had this NBA player. He got this girl pregnant. Yeah. And. She fl- she fled to California, which is the laws there are, are, are more strict as far as like child support, what a guy has to pay. Uh, and I'm like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? She she he got she got pregnant. Hella maximized. Went to went to Cali. Yeah. Had the baby, and now now he has to pay all this money. When in another state, he might have to only pay a certain amount. Right. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I'm like, that's crazy. That finessing at his finest. Yeah. But you got chicks that will finesse that. Will try to money grab. That'll right. try to, you know, what I'm saying, get a settlement. You know, what I'm saying, um, you yeah. just gotta be, you gotta be smart. And there's nothing wrong with talking to a chick, dealing with a chick. You know, you know, having sex, whatever the case may be. But just be, be smart. Right. You know, what I'm saying, and know who really, who really there for you, man. And, and that takes time. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that takes time. You don't know if a chick really right, really there for you right, right away. You looking to settle down anytime soon, or hell no? Man, you know what? <laughs> I'm be honest with you, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, you know, I've been single for four years. Yeah. I used to be, I was engaged my rookie year, actually. Or right okay. after my rookie year. I was, I was, it was tripping. Yeah, was, you was bugging out. And then you I was, got <laughs> I was tripping. And then, you know what I'm saying, uh, I came here and just been single for four years. And, and if the opportunity presented itself, I would settle down. I would. So when this, uh, I think, recently the social, com- uh, the social climate where it seems like everyone is kind of getting hit with these allegations, whether it's assault or harassment. Do you feel that that's uh, affecting the athletes at all? At all, too. Um, Has that affected how you move? It, it should affect how you move. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. It definitely should affect how you move because you know, just know somebody out there to, to and that that will try to get you. You know right. what I'm saying. So it definitely should affect how you move. Um, I hope it affects how you know the guys I know move, but right. you know they you know. The, Ezekiel Elliott stuff. Everybody, man, they're gonna try to. They're gonna. They're gonna come for you. And it's the thing now. It's like it, every it's, week. It's man. the. It's the thing. It's like yeah. it's the thing to do. Rafidi <laughs> uh, called out one of them. I think he said uh, Stallone was gonna be next. Yeah. He was next. That was yeah. a prophecy. Yeah. I told y'all. Stallone. I told you. I ain't even gonna say no more because I don't know if I jinxed him or if I'm a, a prophet. Mr. Stallone. Hold on. So they he, looked at me crazy. Is he accused too. already? Yeah, right he's, now? he's accused. Yeah. Of what? It's like from way back before he even song. filmed Rocky. Oh. Like, but they said he uh, he had a 16-year-old and a threesome. Yeah. That's Come the on. thing. Like, they reaching we for can't everything. Do that. But they be reaching, though. So, yeah. 
Hold on, so can they get money from something that happened way back in the day? I mean, it's I don't know what the statute of limitations are on it, but nah, yes, yeah, exactly. they probably just on some of the statute of limitations. Pay us to just let go this, let go of this story. What if the statute of limitations is up? What what can you do? Yeah, kill, kill their career still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, yeah. let's come up with some wild shit. And I mean, my bad to the victims if it's yeah. true. I mean, yeah, at, the, at sure, the end of the day, yeah. like we don't we don't know what it's like to be to be a woman or to be in their yeah, shoes. So it's just, we we can't help but decide on it's on a the, lot at once on the side of the victim. So absolutely, absolutely. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let's get, let's get on a lighter note, Dave. We'll <laughs> <laughs> right. we got some happy now. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what else is going on in the world. Um, ah man, have, I really want to talk about this uh, Centoya Brown story. Have you guys been hearing about it? Yeah, I actually saw on? that today. I saw yeah. that today. So yeah. yeah, so so basically, what's been going on? Centoya uh, Brown. Um, she was uh, basically charged with murder. She was 16 years old. Um, she was in uh, kind of like a, a sex trafficking ring. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, given a life sentence for basically killing her attacker. So it's the the story. It's it, there's a lot of levels to unpack with the story because right. you know she was charged because I, I don't think her. Um, I guess I could back it up to she was in a sex trafficking ring. Um, she had a pimp that was basically you know beating her up, had sex with her, and this guy had uh, purchased her. And we we have to assume with the intent to uh, to purchase her for sex, right? And she just you know she just didn't feel comfortable around this guy. She f- felt like he was you know crazy or going to kill her, and you know she ended up uh, she ended up shooting him and killing him. And when she was tried for that, she did get life in prison. Wow. And the kind of the I guess the other side to that was that we don't know if he actually did have sex with her, right? Um, but she got charged for killing exactly. Mm. And now that there's a law, and this happened in Tennessee, mm-hmm. yeah. and now the law in Tennessee is that if she was if she was tried in 2017, she would have um, uh, been tried as like a sex trafficking victim. So mm. she may not have been convicted for it. Right. But since it happened before, then they tried her as an adult, and that's why she got life. Wow. So that's why there's such a um, that's why there's such a huge controversy behind behind everything because damn that's tough. So it's it's, it's like you know. It's like what side do you, what side do you take? Because at the end of the day, if you could look at it as, you know, a prostitute killed a guy, or you could look at a girl who was in a sex trafficking ring was defending herself from an attacker. Right? Attacker, right? So that's kind of what. So she didn't kill her pimp. It was somebody who she killed the guy that purchased. The person, her. Yeah. How y'all? How y'all weigh in on that? That's um, crazy. I said some happy shit, but let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> weigh on, on that. I mean, at, I mean, at the end of the day, like mur- murder is wrong. I think yeah. that there's. Um, I think that she should be tried mm. as a minor for it, but also also another law is that she can't be um, they can't review her case again. So there's so you can normally um, in most states you can review uh, life sentencing for minors mm. after a certain number of years, but in Tennessee they can't review the sentencing or review the case after until after 51 years. Wow! And so after that time, like most of your life is already gone. Right, right, right. They can't review it till 51 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's not so eligible she's all for bad, all the way parole until she's like 61 or 67 or something yeah. like that. So I think that you know, That's you, tough. I mean, you you have to go to you you do need to be punished for murder, but you know, is life life on a minor? That's that seems just a bit excessive, you know. Yeah, I think that's tough because you know, obviously she's a a, a battered young lady. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's been been through a lot. You know, um, the sex trafficking. She, you know, she was. Damn, it, it's, it's it's tough to say. Yeah. And then maybe she just maybe she just snapped. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, or 
you know, maybe she was defending herself. Maybe he was, you know, really trying to right. force himself upon her. And that right. was and that was her um that was her argument was that, you know, he, he was trying to have sex with her and she didn't feel safe with him. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it's a bad situation, man. What do you I, think, Graffiti? I, I don't even know. That's tough. Like, because either way, like I said, it's a bad situation because you could say it's self-defense. But at the end of the day, murder is murder. And then trafficking and all that is yeah. the whole situation. Is wrong, man. I, I definitely feel, you know, I wonder why I didn't um, get under, tried under self-defense. Like, how come right. she didn't get that? You know what I'm saying? Maybe they just took it. Because the system is fucked up. Maybe they just took it as... <laughs> You know, he 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 purchased her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she should so have been willing. His. Yeah. She should have been willing. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but that's why. I don't know either, man, but check this out. That's crazy. <laughs> My head hurting from that. Um, so we got this this 90s party coming up, right? Hey. And we got this segment of the show where we do top threes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to kind of blend those together real quick. Let's okay. ask you. Top three black TV shows mm. of all time. Go. Oh, <laughs> okay, um, top three black TV shows. Um, I'm gonna go uh, Fresh Prince. Mm, okay, um, Martin and um, ooh, the third I'm gonna one. Have to go. I'm gonna have to go Dwayne's Bros. Ooh, ooh okay. That's not like my list. I told you Martin was second. Martin. Wait, was because that in look, order? Absolutely. Because <laughs> look, let me tell you something. We Martin, was good until now. Martin, Martin is. <laughs> The funniest out of all of them, right? But Fresh Prince is the best show. The Y'all best just talking series. about because of that scene where he was in the empty house. And- <laughs> <laughs> Fresh Prince is a great me, show. Me, <laughs> uh, it was a great show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like your list, but funniest, I, 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 though. I, okay, okay. Where, where are we ranking uh, Family Matters? Oh yeah. As an adult, because I, I feel like I can, as an adult, I can't stand Family it's Matters. Not, yeah. It's not. A I used to love that show, but you watch it now, you like, why the hell are you watching? I, I watching ain't watching. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it as an adult, but see, even to this day, yeah. Martin will come on, yeah. Fresh Prince will come on, and you can still watch it. Yeah, I watch Martin every night. Still funny. All right, you said number three, Wayne's. All right, that's. Yeah. I like the Wayne's. What about top three black movies? Just overall, or like Hood overall. movies? That's just overall. I think, feel like we gotta slim that down a little bit. Yeah, so, that's tough. My, well, my favorite movie all, of all time is He Got Game. Okay, okay. I love that movie. Let's do sports since he's an athlete. Okay, top, top three sports, sports movies of all time. Mm. Let's uh, go. Space Jam. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my, my uh, bad. My bad. That's you, go. you go. You go. Damn, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go He Got Game. Okay. Um, you gotta throw Space Jam in there too. Actually, because he said I gotta throw it. Um, and the last one. Sports movies. Okay, you got Remember the Titans. You got Coach Carter. Man. Um, Damn. Ooh. Uh, what else? Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Can Keep throwing them out. Any, any good Give a Sunday. Sunday. The program Sunday. was good, too. Program. The program. We said what? Above, above the Rim. rim. Oh, oh, that was, was lit. That's on my list. <laughs> um, that's a great movie, actually. Damn. That third one, man. I'll give you a minute. Let's, let's get you Okay, hold on. All right, let's see. Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Any Given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just Willie Beam. I wanted to be like Willie, Willie Beam after yeah. seeing that movie. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's about to be me. Uh, number three. Mm, you know, we'll, we'll go Remember the Titans. Yeah. Okay. That's I was cool. actually deciding between Remember the Titans and Coach Carter. Okay. Um, okay. Remember the Titans was a great movie, though. I'm going to go Above the Rim. Um, can I say the sound like? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's classic or not? Yeah, yeah. Classic. What about Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with the Sandlot. I'm gonna go with the Sandlot. 
<laughs> and then I'm going to go, uh, man, 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 man. That number three. Uh-huh. I know we're joking, but I, 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 might go, I might go ahead and say Space Jam if you think about it. Space Jam was. That's classic. Hey, it's classic. They're supposed to be remaking it. How y'all feel about that? Mm, Space Jam 2 with LeBron. With LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> No, we just gonna that one off. I'm gonna go with Coach Carter though. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna go. Damn, I don't know. I actually, remember the Titans was that, that was that. I movie. know there's like one of the Titans was super one that we. Just I just like Coach Carter. Okay, I know there's definitely one that we're missing, and they, the fans are gonna kill us after this episode. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. I usually ask this question, mm-hmm. and this is even more relatable since we have a young athlete in the building right now. Wow. I'm switch it up a little bit. Any advice, knowledge, or whatever that you would give to the kids that want to be in the NFL in the future? What would that be? Man, you know, honestly, a lot of a lot of you know people think that there's a secret to success. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's really no secret to success. A lot of times, you know, people just don't want to put the work in, in in your respective field, whatever you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it's really whether I'm gonna be an athlete, or you know what I'm saying, a, a TV rapper, a doctor, whatever. It's really the same grind. It just got a different face on it. You know right. what I'm saying? So, really, it's doing the extra. You know what I'm saying? Putting in the extra work, the extra time. And it's so cliche, but but everybody don't want to do it. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm. Like I said, I was working out before I came here. You know what I'm saying? It's my day off. I ain't got to work out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I work out six days a week. You know what I'm saying? I run and hit six days a week. So, you know what I'm saying? For me to do extra, is that means I'm trying to be great. You know what I'm saying? I want to excel. So, to the young kids, when all your friends outside playing, you know, they want to do this. They want to, you know, chase the girls. You know, do do some push-ups, watch some film. You know what I'm saying? Do work out, right. do something that's gonna put you ahead of them. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was doing when I was young because I knew where I wanted to go, where I wanted to be. Um, and so I was doing extra, man. I was working, working. I mean, I was working out, man. I was grinding. I was trying to stay focused. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had my slip-ups, absolutely, but I always got back on track. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's that that extra work. Yeah. That'll separate you from everybody else. It'll separate you from the playing field, um, and it'll get you into that one percent of successful people. You know what I'm saying? Right. That extra time. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we don't want to do it. Like I said, we want to be comfortable. We want to lay back and chill, do this, do that. When all this other time you could put aside and grind, right? You know what I'm saying? Prioritize and grind. And it's gonna pay off. I feel like when you do extra, when you when you grind hard and you do extra work, it's like the universe just kind of it just it just makes it happen for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just makes it happen for you, and 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 it'll happen, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't no five star recruit. You feel me? I was right. two star. You know what I'm saying? But I grinded and I worked myself into what I am today. Straight up, straight up. That's real, man. Absolutely. So as far as uh, social media, how can people follow you? How can everyone catch up with you? Oh, yeah, man. Follow me. Uh, B-Marsh, 54, two H's. Uh, B-Marsh, uh, two H's, <laughs> 54. <laughs> and uh, on Twitter and Instagram, holler at me. All right. So if you want to hit the B-Marsh with the ring, yeah, make me. sure you get the two H's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you coming through, and I'm praying for the Broncos, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> Let's make some noise for my hey. man, B-Marsh. <laughs> Life is going podcast on the feed. And I'm David. We out.
This is Sarah Hubbard, host of You and Me Kid, a podcast about starting and raising a family on your own. We just launched season two, and I'm speaking with single moms, those still considering, and experts in relevant fields to give you a real sense of what the day-to-day experience of solo parenting looks and feels like. Plus, this season, I've partnered with California Cryobank, the number one sperm bank in the U.S. So wherever you are in the process, this podcast provides some support, humor, and helpful information. Listen to You and Me Kid wherever you get your podcasts.